Welcome to Bruce Styles for Tuesday, August 25th, 2015, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. I'm Chris. And I'm Travis. This week, we'll be talking about Style 1A, the American Light Lager. Check out our website, brewstyles.com, where you can leave us feedback and requests for us to discuss your favorite beer styles. Send us an email to ask us some questions, and we'll get them answered on the air. While on our site, you can also find a link to the BJCP website. There you can download your own copy of the BJCP Style Guidelines and get more information about how to become an official BJCP Certified Beer Judge. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash brewstyles and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Find our Google number on our website and give us a call. We'd love to hear your voice. Send us your questions and comments to help us bring you the information you need. Well, welcome back. We have an absentee presenter again this week. Who's that? Uh, I think his name's Sawyer, Sawyer, so something like that again. Oh. He hasn't been here in a while, so I kind of forgot what he looks like. Yeah, we haven't really heard from him in a couple weeks. No, so he's kind of in my. That's okay. We have a replacement with us today. We need to check the hospitals and call the police departments. He'll be all right. He's got our number. Does he have a, our Google number? I think so. Give us a call. We'd love to hear your voice, Sawyer. <laughs> Sawyer. Saw, yeah, Sorry. Sawyer. Anyway, we have a, a guest with us today. His name is also Chris, so this might get a little bit confusing. Not for me. It's easy. <laughs> but anyway, what's up, Chris? How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're looking forward. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're here with us for our 10th episode. It's a good milestone 10th episode. Us. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding. exciting. We need to have celebration music. Celebrate good time. Come on. And off. There we go. Travis sends a break into song on some of these podcasts. We don't have the rights to that, so I can only sing seven seconds of it. <laughs> Is that the uh, the copyright guideline? Yeah, pretty sure. Guideline. 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 Check the box on that one. <laughs> yeah. We will have outside music on this one. <clears throat> but anyway. Yeah, 10 episodes. That's a big deal. Yeah, we're excited. This is going to be a good episode, too. Uh, we have something interesting planned that hopefully will work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. But first, Chris, tell us about yourself. Yeah. What's up, man? Well, my name's Chris. I run a restaurant. Awesome. Been in the bar industry for a very long time. So you know Expert. beer. I know I know beer. Expert. That's know awesome. A few, few things about beer. Um, I've known both of these guys for quite a while. Kind of new to the homebrew Expert, aspect of things. Um, trying to learn as much as I can about it. And these guys have been a big help. So pay attention to what they say because they know what they're talking about. Well, we try anyway. All right. It's good to have you. We're Thank excited. You. Me too. So anything else interesting happened this week, Travis? Uh, well, yeah, we had to do a little bit of a manual labor before we could start this episode. And when he says we, he means the Chris's. Because Travis sat there and drank a beer. He literally opened a chair. Yeah, and sat down and drank a beer. All right, so Chris rolls up, and, and he's all sweaty, walking in the door <laughs> to the studio, and, and he says, all right, I got a flat tire. I'm going to go change. I'll be right back. And so, you know, of course, you know, the other Chris and I, we're very helpful. We're very friendly, so we're like, okay, let's go help out. <laughs> we'll go out there and, you know. One of us helped. We have all the, all the power tools, and it's like, <laughs> Just like you see in the movies, it was all like Ricky Bobby stuff. It was cool. Ricky Bobby. And then, uh, and don't, then. Don't put that juju on me. 
there, there, there has to be somebody in the support role to drink the beer and make sure that that the beer is getting drank. So I, I took that role, right, begrudgingly. And you made sure that you sprayed yourself with bug spray because oh, yeah, you know you didn't you don't want to have any. Um, started getting bit. It's messed up. You're the yeah, only I one. was really hoping you wouldn't get any mosquito bites while I was sweating. You get West Nile in you know, Texas in August. You get so, drunk. Yeah. And you, you do what you have to, and, and, and I did. And and you know what? The job was completed. Mission accomplished, as W would say. W. Yeah. Mission accomplished. The tire was changed. Yes. Back to beer. Yes, we're excited to drink some beer now because it's hot outside. Yeah, episode 10. This, yeah. Is a, this is a big one. We have a lot of big things planned for today. And the style that we're talking about, we've uh, held on to a good one for a long time. And we finally decided to head into it today. And that is the American Light Lager. What was that? Is it drum roll? That's not what a drum roll sounds like yes it is no it's not watch the uh watch the christmas vacation national lampoon it doesn't sound like and, <laughs> and then they have they it's, have it's not a drum roll please and then <laughs> and then they all do that sound i swear it's not a I'll look it's at not it. a tongue roll i'm about to get serious i'm gonna google that no don't do that yeah no because right like right before he connects the lights <clears throat> they do that they're like anyways uh american light lager yes so yeah. we saved the best category that ever was for episode 10. That's a lie. Yeah, no. <laughs> Even the new guy disagrees with you, Travis. Oh, well. Drink your IPA. <laughs> yes, I've made sure that... Uh, Actually, no, you're drinking my half right now, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, drink, had, I'm drinking the I IPA. Had, I had a, a tire-changing IPA earlier. So we're doing the American Light Lager. And uh, we have a few real neat things planned. It's going to be a different kind of format episode. If you've heard any one of our previous ones, then you know we usually will talk about the style, you know, do a little little roundtable kind of chit-chat, but then we'll get into the tasting. And every person brings their own example. And uh, we have one classic, and then we just kind of drink them and talk about them. Well, today's going to be a little different. And, uh, well, we'll just wait and let you find out what we do later. But uh, first, I'm going to talk about the style. And uh, there's a lot of things that go with this style. First, a few highlights. It's basically a style that is designed to appeal to the mass market. There is there is nothing about this style that is meant to be st- to, meant to stand out. It is a meant is meant to be just there, to be enjoyed. It's highly carbonated. You're gonna have a light bodied beer. It's nearly flavorless, and that's how it's supposed to be. It's going to be highly refreshing, thirst-quenching, intended to be consumed very cold. In fact, the colder, the better. Like 32 degrees? Or colder. If you have little icebergs in your beer, then it's, then it's, it's too style. Interesting. Yeah. So there's going to be some things, that, uh, some things that you smell, some things you taste, and that's going to be basically nothing. With the aroma, you have a light and faint everything. Low malt, low hops. It can it can be a little grainy, but uh, not much. You're going to have a, a very clean yeast profile, so not a whole lot. But one thing I did find interesting about the aroma is there's a few uh, typical beer flaws that are allowed in this, and that would be uh, low amounts of DMS, which we talked about before, dimethyl sulfide, and acetaldehyde. Man, I hate that word. 
You can never pronounce that Acida, correctly. Acetaldehyde. 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 Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> in this style, there can be low amounts of DMS and acetaldehyde, which is like a green apple kind of thing. And surprisingly, that's acceptable, but very low amounts. Appearance, what's it going to look like? Super clear, light straw color, big frothy head, but a lot of times it's going to dissipate super quickly. And that's because of the large amounts of adjuncts that are used in this style. So the head will not stick around. You can pour it uh, from like three stories high and it'll froth up, but then it'll be gone within a few seconds. So that's just part of it is. Flavor. Any strong flavors are a fault here. You don't want anything to stand out. It needs to be there in the background. It's kind of like if you have jazz music playing at a wedding, that's what this is. You don't want it to to stand out. You don't want people to listen to it. (laughs) Background noise. Yeah. That's, and that's what this is. You should have basically low everything on the flavors, low malt content, low hop content. Uh, it, it should be perceived as crisp and refreshing with a, a very neutral palate. So you're not going to be left with much here. And then as far as the ingredients for this style, there's not a whole lot that goes into it, uh, especially compared to some of the previous styles we talked about. Uh, as far as the grain, you've got American two-row or six-row, and then you're going to have basically up to 40% of rice. And that's used to lighten the body and make this uh, a very uh, a lighter body beer and uh, easier to drink. You know, you're talking about the body. I've also heard that they will brew uh, very high-gravity, high-alcohol beers and then actually cut them with water in production to kind of thin them out. And that's it's like 1,000 barrels that they'll brew, and then they get 1,300 barrels out of it because they watered it down. Huh. So it, it just saves them money. They brew a bigger beer— Okay. In, in a smaller quantity, then cut it with water to thin it out. And that's actually how they carbonate it, too. They'll cut it with carbonated water. Interesting. You know, if that's true, then it really speaks to how they're able to be so consistent. Because yeah. if you have one big batch, and then you break it up into smaller ones, and you cut it with the equal amount of water that you come from the same source, then, yeah, they're all, they're all going to taste And they the can same. make it very consistent with the alcohol percentage because they monitor that how much they cut it. So they end up with the exact same percentage, the same gravity every single time. I had not heard that. Yeah. It's something uh, that I found in my research I thought was interesting. Cool. Well, we're not to the history section yet, so. But you were talking about body, so I thought it was prevalent. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sorry. Keep that to yourself. What do you think this is, a podcast? I won't talk again. <laughs> so you get those two, and then, you know, oftentimes they're going to add some other enzymes that are that are added only to lower the carbohydrate count. Um, and... You know, you've got beers that that uh, will advertise that they have 55 calories, and it's it's the 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 light alternative to to heavy beer or whatever. So you know, that's usually how they get that. So what can you expect when you're drinking this beer? Well, believe it or not, there's been many years of scientific study that has gone into this particular style, and uh, many things have been have been discovered through that. Uh, Upon drinking this beer, you may find that you have an uncontrollable desire to refer to everyone as dude or bro, or oftentimes combining them to the super term dude bra. Really? You may also notice that you're suddenly more desirable to women, especially twins. I don't think this is in the guidelines. Uh, This is science. You also may get great satisfaction in being up for anything. So it's kind of neat that, you know, there's there's actual science to back this up and research. Uh, I mean... Lots of college case studies yeah, done. Yeah, a, sure. a lot of frat guys have gone out and have, have cases done in thirty. Their field work, dirty thirty. 
Case. And, and you know, that's, that's just where we're at. So <laughs> I, I am very pleased that we are doing this style today, uh, especially being able to hang out with these dude, dude, dude bros. No. Dude. We're not going there. Well, I'm up for anything, so let's do this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> question, what is the best-selling beer in America? Well, it'd have to be Budweiser. It's the king of beers. Close. Ah, uh, crap. Uh, what was the one we had last week that was the, the king of German beers? The Koenig? No. Koenig. No. Any guesses, Chris? He knows the answer. What is the best-selling beer in America? I don't want to be wrong, so I'm not going to say anything. No. Lame. Bud Light is the best-selling beer in America. So you were close with Budweiser. What is the biggest segment of the American beer market? Pilsners. Close. Light beer. Oh, I was going to say college kids. Uh, well, L-I-T-E or beer. L-I-G-H-T? What beer, is <laughs> what beer is making a phenomenal comeback after years of decline? Um, Miller High Life? Close. Take another guess. Chris, what do you think? Miller Light. Yes, correct. Nice. Yeah, they got that. You know, if you've seen the the throwback can that they've got now, the white one, they're spelled light, L-I-T-E. We'll talk more about Miller Light here in a second, but there's a reason for that. Anyway, so the whole premise behind light beer, like Travis mentioned in the guidelines, was people were looking for something lower calorie, which is kind of weird. Skinny beer. Because you don't really think about, you know, your calories when you're drinking beer. But anyway... Um, you might recognize this slogan. Tastes great, less filling. Do you know which beer that was for? Um, let's see. I'm trying to visualize the commercials in football season. I fast forward through all of them now. but <laughs> That's Miller Lite. It is Miller Lite. Good job, Chris. So, I know the silver bullet. Those are the words that sold America on light beer, and it was by Miller Lite. So Miller Lite was the first mass-produced, um, accepted light beer but they weren't the first ones to make it okay oh see that's what i thought the first light beer made was called gablingers which was made by rheingold and it promised uh, it promised it doesn't fill you up that was their slogan okay they made a song it didn't say anything about the taste um and lean more on the the diet side of of everything not really (laughs) anyway this beer was a complete bomb okay no American guy wanted to say to the world, hey, I'm a fatso, I drink Gablingers. <laughs> because they marketed it as a lighter diet beer. And so nobody bought it. Okay, hmm. So the formula for this beer... They didn't have my, my theme song, that's why. <laughs> the formula for this beer was made by a young chemist called Dr. Joe Owades. O-W-A-D-E-S. Okay. And I did look up a pronunciation. It is Owades. I am awaiting your story yeah. about his... <clears throat> anyway, so Gablinger's was such a marketing disaster that Rheingold actually gave the formula to Miller. They didn't sell it. They said, here, here's our beer recipe. Have at it. So <clears throat> they brewed up the light beer and called it Meister Brow Light, L-I-T-E. All right, so that's where it, it originally... What it, what it was originally was called. Which, when translated, comes out to Mr. Beer. Yes. <laughs> Light. So, anyway, it saw some success. And um, so then they started 
to re they rebranded it as Miller Lite, L I T E, and that's where that came from. Hmm. And that's when they came up with the slogan "Taste Great, Less Filling." Miller started it, and everybody just kind of copied it because it was so successful at that point. Yeah, I want a piece of that. What exactly constitutes a light beer in the style somewhere? Um, a light beer is one that has 20% or more fewer calories than that brewery's regular beer. So if you got Budweiser and then Bud Light, Bud Light's going to have at least 20% less calories than Budweiser. That usually comes from the body. Um, light beers usually run about half a percentage point lower in alcohol than the regular beers. Basically what they did is they kind of cut the unfermentable sugars to lighten up the body, and they did that with the rice and corn and you know things like that that you mentioned earlier. But they also, like I mentioned, they, they cut it with water. Yes. So they could lower the final gravity. They could lower the alcohol percentage. They're brewing the same beer. They're just cutting it with water. So Budweiser and Bud Light are literally the same beer. They just cut it with water. That's interesting. I had not heard that before. Um, and I've obviously never taken a tour of their brewery. I've tried to, but uh, for some reason they're very protective of their of yeah, their which I mean it's the same all the way across the board. Yeah. So I don't know why it would make you know a light beer is a light beer, which hmm. I'm sure we're going to talk about later when we drink all of them. But um, wait, we're drinking beer eventually. Nice. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the numbers I was mentioning earlier is I got from my research. They will brew uh, a thousand barrels, and they'll actually get thirteen hundred barrels out of it. And wow. So that saves them money, and they're efficiently using their fermentation space. So because they'll have 10,000-barrel fermenters, and they'll actually produce 13,000 barrels of beer out of each one of those fermenters. It's it's a huge cost-saving thing for them. So I wonder what the beer would taste like had they not cut it with water. Well, I don't, I don't know exactly the percentage. Um, like I said, they cut it based on what the gravity and alcohol will be, so they're consistent that way. But I imagine, because I, I read somewhere that they'll brew like a 6.5% beer mm-hmm. and then cut it down to the 4 point whatever that their light beer is. Hmm. So it makes sense. I mean, I don't think Budweiser is 6.5%, but it's probably closer to the 5.5 range, maybe 5 range. So there's still some cutting going on there. They just cut more to get down to their, their regular hmm. light beer. Interesting. So... So yeah, a lot of things there I didn't know. So if you think it tastes like water-flavored beer, it's true. Yeah. You're right. Or beer-flavored water. Either way, you're not wrong. Well, nice. Thank you, Chris, for a little touch <laughs> yep. of history. Yep. Uh, the other Chris has some unique insights with uh, with these styles of beer that he wants to share with us. I'm sure he's served a lot of it in his years in the restaurant industry. So what's your take on on this style? Well... Travis had mentioned how uh, you might typically see ice in your beer when you're drinking drinking one of these uh, American um, Pilsners. I'm not exactly sure of the right. American Light Lager. American, American Light, Light Lager. Lager. American Light Lager. That's <laughs> such a generic word, Pilsner. Um, yes, a lot, of, a lot of actual restaurants now these days, they they cater to that, and they will freeze your mugs. They'll have their... Their beers, they'll they'll put a, an actual degree mark on the door. It says, "Hey, our beers are served at this such and such temperature." Twenty nine degrees. Twenty nine degree yeah. beer. Come in for our twenty nine degree beer and our trash can nachos. 
It's a uh, it's it's a it's a marketing ploy, and it, it it caters to the the masses who don't drink beer for the style. They drink beer for the the camaraderie. They drink beer for the alcoholic content. They drink beer for the the ability to drink it with other people who enjoy the same thing. And it works. It does. It works, and it sells like like crazy. Concepts are completely built around it. Um, the second thing that I was going to uh, talk about was how you guys said there's quite a not a huge variation in style from from brand to brand to brand to brand when it comes to the "Quote unquote light beers or the American light lagers." There you go. <laughs> well, the variety is differentiated by what he was. But Chris, the other Chris, was speaking to when it comes to the way that they market how uh, Miller Light using the L I T E or Coors Light using the tr- the Bullet Train things like that. People won't, couldn't tell a difference. I can tell a difference between an IPA and a Hefeweizen, and most of the people that are listening could. But we probably won't be able to tell a difference between Miller Light and Coors Light. We choose our beers through their marketing campaign. We either like the bullet train or we like the, the, the pictures on the beach or the fact that it has less carbohydrates, et cetera, I like, I like et cetera. Bud Light because the can's blue. Exactly. That's, that's what people go for. Or you know what? They drink it because their dad drank it. Or they drink it because their uncle drinks it. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Yep, they drink it because yeah. it was a beer in the fridge when they were 15. <laughs> that they snuck one, you know, on occasion. Yeah. That and the pack of Lucky Strikes. Things just happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I mean, that's the insight. Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light. The big three there, they, they keep restaurants open. Well, not restaurants, bars. They keep the bar business open. Um, the cost is low, and the drinkability is high. And people can consume large quantities of it. Anywhere you go is going to have Bud Light, no matter if it's in the bottle or draft. You can go anywhere and drink that beer, anywhere in the country. I just got back from Kansas City. It's going to be Anywhere in the country. It's, it's going to be, be exactly, exactly the same. same. Yeah. It's going to be the same bottle for you. It's a little different in Oklahoma. It's 3-2. Down here <laughs> right. in Texas, it's a little more. <laughs> yeah. But the drinkability is going to be the same, and every bar is going to carry it. You cannot walk into an establishment that pours beer and not find Bud Light, Budweiser, or Miller Light. So, either in a bottle, can, or draft. Yep, and they're going to have it. They're going to have it on special, and everybody's going yeah. to know where it is. It's just like I know when we go to one of our favorite um, places in Fort Worth, the Ginger Man. They don't have those on draft. You have to buy in a bottle. They've got a huge tap wall of craft beer, but those guys come in like, "Oh, and a Bud Light." It's like, "Oh, we got it in a bottle." And they probably sell 35 to 40% of their, their beers in the bottle. They probably sell our Bud Light, Miller Light, and Coors Light. Because the three of us will go to Ginger Man and bring a good friend of ours who doesn't drink beer like we drink beer. Right. He wants a Bud Light. Yeah. It happens. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I heard this is a beer bar. So you guys got good beer, right? You got Bud Light? You got, oh, M- you got MGD 64. Yeah, is it served at 29 degrees? Yeah, man. You guys got <laughs> Keystone Ice on draw? Oh, all right. Well, uh, I think it's a good time to get into tasting our beer. So we're going to take a quick break and get all our uh, beers set up, and uh, we'll be right back. You know, I thought something that Chris said earlier was was very intriguing that he mentioned. You know, if you were to put Coors Light and Bud Light and Miller Light together, would you be able to tell the difference? And, and he said, probably not. Well, that's exactly what we're going to try to do tonight. We have uh, not three, but we have five different examples of light American lagers, and they have been uh, blind poured for us. So we do not know what sample is in what glass, and we're going to attempt to try the difference or try to figure out what the difference is between all of them. So... Quick shout out to Travis's fiance. She uh, she poured these for us, so we we don't know what they are. So yes. thank you. You made this possible. He got himself a good one. <laughs> That's right. She came in and rescued us. So she. Uh, so should should we say 
the five examples that we have. Yes. All right. So we've got Bud Light, Miller Light, mm-hmm. Coors Light, uh, Michelob, Michelob Ultra, Ultra. Mm-hmm. and Keystone Light. Yeah. So those are just the five random. We picked up a, uh, was it 24 or 32 ounce cans? Which one was it? We got the big boys. Tall boys. So we just went to QT and we just grabbed five. We figured five would be enough. Yeah. There were a lot of options. We didn't go to Total <laughs> Wine, so we got we got fresh beer this time. Yeah. We're going to recycle the paper bags they gave us. Yeah, well. So it was kind of funny. I told Travis this earlier. I texted him when I picked mine up, but I picked up the, um, I got the Michelob Ultra, the Miller Lite, and the Keystone. And when I checked out, the guy was like, oh, awesome, man. Which one are you going to start with? <laughs> I was like, well, actually, we're drinking all three at the same time. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Dude, that's nuts. Bro. Dude, so, bro, that's awesome. That's pretty much the reaction I had. So that that proves yeah. Travis's Good point. Good thing you brought your cargo shorts. <laughs> that kind of proves Travis's point that he made earlier with his case study that I think he probably made up. But anyway. It's science. Yeah. You know, I just just to start off with, I see all of these, and E is noticeably darker. Well, okay, so let, let's, let's let you know what we're seeing. In front of us, there are five clear plastic cups that have been filled to the brim with some sort of a, a alcoholic beverage. American we, Light Lager. We, yes. We don't know <laughs> what order and which one because it was completely done without our knowledge, and we're going to attempt to figure out what they all are. As we drink through them, we're going to talk about them, talk about what we taste, what we smell, and, and kind of those thoughts. And then at the end, we're going to go through and talk about which ones we think they are. And I'm pretty confident that I can nail this. I'm sure you are. Because I I wore a lot of polo shirts in college, and, and I think that gives me the edge up on these guys. But, you know... Did you play a lot of beer pong? We're, when, when you we'll were in, find out. Chris, did you play a lot of beer pong? In high school. <laughs> so anyway, when he was eight, not, eight, not that he we was twenty one. Yeah, he was twenty one. Not that yeah. we break the law or anything. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's no, we didn't check that box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so shall we get started? Yeah, let's go through it. No. All right, letter A. I, I or as cheer- Travis said in the break, number A. Let's cheers. I don't want to spill any beer. Okay. Ching. Not that we'd cry over spilt beer, ching, but ching. and it's not going to ching because it's That's plastic. Right. So okay, very ching. carefully, very careful. Don't mix the beers. Okay, okay. a oh, there oh. we go. Oh, yeah. All right. So we cheered. Okay, and around the mic. Oh, yes. Okay. So we have cheered with the beer that looks like everything else in all the other glasses. Letter A. Very light, clear, straw. Number oh my A. Gosh, that tastes not what I expected. I don't smell anything at all. Period. There's like a lot of there's a lot of corn or something. Write down that. your thoughts and then no cheating. We're not gonna we're not gonna. Peak. It's very bitter. I was actually surprised by that when I drank that. What it tasted like. Hmm. And see, the fun thing about this is we have all had all five of these beers at numerous some times. point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, I mean, Michelob Ultra is not my go-to. Neither is Keystone. That I've had, I probably had Michelob the least amount of the other four, but um. I remember when these were hard beers for you guys. <laughs> hey, now everybody's got to start somewhere. Give me the ball. No, that was Jen, and that was your fault, by the way. Jen, she was nice. I liked her. <laughs> I'm a very good influence. 
anyway, um, put me in the game, just, coach. So I, this is actually an interesting um, thought. What when you go and you want an American Light Lager? What's your go-to? I know mine's Bud Light. I know Travis's is Coors Light. Mm-hmm. Chris, what's yours? Michelob Ultra. If I had to choose, really? Yeah. Is there any rhyme or reason between y'all's choices? I picked Coors Light because you like the silver bullet because of Jack Lee. That's his. Well, it was his favorite. He always because shows up. that was his favorite. Yes. Now he shows up with Michelob Ultra. A long time ago, he liked that. And whenever I started drinking beer, he was he was somebody I looked up to, and that was his choice. So I gravitated towards that. I can't give a definitive reason why I like it. I can't say that that Coors Light is better than the other ones because of this, but it's uh, it's exactly like the other Chris said. You know, it's 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 what your father drank, or it's what you grew up drinking, and so that's that's your brand. Yeah, I drink Bud Light because the can's blue. I said that already, but. So why make Ultra? Well, my dad didn't drink. My dad's clean and sober. So when I was growing up, it was always my buddy's dad's houses that I'd drink beer at. Oh. You had Mick Ultra? And they drank Mick Ultra because they were uh, skinny fellows. Did they wear polo shirts? No, they just worked a lot. Well, this is in the country. is what, Garland, right? Sunnyvale. So it was kind of country? Pretty country. <laughs> I think I know what this is. And I know exactly which one this is. I, oh, really? Oh, confidence. <laughs> confidence over here. Let's go with confidence. Did you, the Chris did you, Corner. Did you write? Oh, you don't have your, your paper set up. Like well, a, B, C, D. He's too busy playing with the no, Batman I, light. I got it down here at the bottom. Light beer. I didn't want my my judgment to sway y'all, so I wrote in the bottom corner. Like, y'all are going to cheat off of me on a podcast. Hey, the stakes are high, dude. I also brought my own pen. You're not going to use my Batman pen. It's preoccupied playing, with the light. Right now. with the light. Anyway, all right. So there's a. I can't tell if I keep drinking it because I don't know, or if I just want to keep drinking it. Do I have to drink all of it? Yes. No. As part if, of the release you signed before you came in. If Sawyer were here, he'd be drunk already. He'd have half <laughs> halfway through letter A, and yep. he'd be drunk already. He would have brought like, his own paper bags. This is a okay. I like this. And then he'd look around, and we'd just be like, no. Man, I hope he's not dead. We haven't heard anything from him. He was playing golf today. He has a girlfriend now. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. You hit the nail on the head. Or I guess he's doing that. Anyway, we haven't even Ayo. finished A. We're already on a tangent, so. <laughs> Y'all ready for B? Yeah, I'm ready to try B. I think I'm, I know what A is. I wanna, I'm going to save a little bit of A so I can reference it later. I'm going to save all but the sip I took of A. All right, where's my B? I got a lot of it letters over here. It tastes the same. Got a lot of numbers B. over there. All right. B looks the same. It smells like nothing. Actually, it smells like bug spray. <laughs> I think that might be my own fault, though. I told you not to do that. Well, well la- laugh into the mic. I really no, did try to prepare. Spray. I prepared my pal as best I could. Uh, for dinner, I had very spicy stir-fry with a sriracha sauce that's that's still in my mustache. And then uh, Alton and I was drinking Chris's IPA. Pretty confident on this one, too. Oh, there's a different... There's something different with this yeah, one. Yeah, it is different, but it's it's slightly sweeter. Yeah, I get almost a like an old honey kind of flavor with this one, which is not the same as A. There's there, there's certainly a difference between A and B. I, I do get the sweetness, and 
And don't know that I would have pegged honey, but yeah, after you say it, maybe a little bit. I just taste water. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have so much of my IPA before he started. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So now I got to do a... Man, I don't have much A left. I drank a lot of it already. I like my A. Now I'm not so confident in what I wrote down for A. Chris is very confident, looks like. He's over there on his phone. He's not even paying attention. <laughs> I'm ready. You Man, can't, can't text my can't fiance. Be- she don't want to give you the answer. You don't even try. <laughs> she's like a rock. She's got a big rock on her finger right now. She's she's like a, a Rockies rhinestone rock. cowboy. What? <laughs> cowboy. A Rheingold cowboy. Uh, That's a good joke. Man, you no, guys don't appreciate it. No, my, it was not a good joke. Every week I come in with this stuff. Every week. And it's it's gold after gold after yeah, gold. Yeah, and, and the week when we it's were talking. It's gold for the people who listen to your 10 podcasts. We've been listening to this for years. <laughs> Maybe. Had to put up with this for a long time now. But that whole situation with Siri and you saying logger, and you missed that. That was that was just. I was busy. No, excuses. That was a perfect opportunity. I I laid that in your lap, and you did nothing with it. So that was your fault. Don't get all trucked up about it. Wow. All right. So, any other thoughts on B? I can tell you what it tastes like, what it smells like, but I can't necessarily definitively say what it is. Out of the five choices, I'm. I can't. I can't nail it down. I'm. I'm going to write down some thoughts, some guesses. And then maybe come back to it after going through all five. But this is proven to be more difficult than I thought after just number two. I knew it was going to be this difficult. I mean, honestly, all of these beers are the same. They're all interchangeable. See? See. Cheers. Yes. This one looks exactly the same. I know which one. I smell nothing. Hmm. So that one does have a distinct taste. Really? Um Yes. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you're, you're two and one there, Travis. Two of us say no, and, and you're like, oh, very distinct. I'm just trying to recall my hangovers. <laughs> which one gave you which hangover? Yeah, which one Which one tastes like the morning after? That's why I say, say distinct. I can't say I've ever had a hangover off of any of these. Oh, I have. Then you didn't do it right. Well, it's, a tw- if, it's a $12 hangover, bro. Okay. Dude, if, bro. Not, mm. not for mm-hmm, me though, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's the only, happening, folks. The it only is reason, <laughs> yeah, I know what that is. If I'm drinking this one of these, I'm probably out at you know Chili's or a, you know some other restaurant where I want to have a cheap beer with my dinner. So no, it's not a twelve dollar <laughs> hangover because I'm paying like you know six dollars <laughs> for that pint. And or, you know how much I'm making off of you off that pint. Five fifty, probably so. Yeah, or with a smile on my face. <laughs> but he also listens to your problems while you sit there. So I mean, it's, it's a it's a double plus. Yeah. I don't have to anymore. I just walk away and say, "How's it tasting?" Well, because you're the manager, so you can do whatever you want. You have to sit there. You yes, know, sir. The the bartender has to listen to all the problems. But so Travis knows this. But when I was in New York, we went to a comedy club, um, Dangerfields. And they had a two-drink minimum to get in the door. You bought your ticket, and they had a two-drink minimum. And so I I got, you know, a Bud Light, like I said. Mm. 
and my wife got a Bud Light. And we we had so two each. So we we had four Bud Lights. That tab was fifty five dollars. I'm not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> they were like eleven dollars a piece, plus tax, plus fifteen percent gratuity. Plus in New York, you have a mixed beverage tax as well. Well, maybe I, I wasn't paying that close. I just saw the fifty-five dollars because you were wasted off of two Bud Lights. Four, I'm not Sawyer. So four Bud Lights cost Sawyer. me fifty-five dollars. <laughs> hey, he's not here to defend himself, so that's his problem. Suck it. He's dead. He's in the hospital. <laughs> he played golf all day. You know that's that. That's sad. You you really get no respect. You know. I can't believe it. I'm losing to a rug. That wasn't Rodney Dangerfield. Isn't that where you said you went? That was not Rodney Dangerfield. Where where did you go? Dangerfields. Yes. But that Which quote is, is n- to, I know. But that's Robin Williams. I know it's from Oh, rest in peace. But in Aladdin <laughs> Too soon. in Aladdin he is referencing he is referencing a Rodney Dangerfield figure. Because he's, he's got, like, the yeah, tie. Yeah, I know. I can't I, believe it. I'm losing to a rug. Yeah, but it's not he's got like Rodney the cross Dangerfield. Eyed. It was Robin Williams. Yes, Robin Williams impersonating Rodney Dangerfield. Oh so that makes my joke even more, like, complex. Because there's layers convoluted. to it. There's layers to it. Anyway, there's beer to drink. D? <laughs> yeah, stop being a D and drink your D. All right, I got to switch. Uh, D looks exactly the same as all the other ones. Smells like nothing. This one was substantially sweeter than the last three. Really? I mm. thought C was sweeter. Did she pour these correctly? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> did she do like, instead of all A's, one beer, she did like everybody had one beer? I don't know. I just <laughs> That's what we get for asking her to drive over here and do that. She's, she's, probably, the, she's in, probably laughing. She's like, <laughs> She's in the studio kitchen just laughing at us. <laughs> Those suckers. They think they're drinking different beer. Okay, you can stop with the... It's, or Okay. What? Nothing. Are you still trying to do Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay, so, yes, this this one is slightly different. It's really hard. I, we're, like, really grasping at rice holes here. Well, I keep looking for the example that's triple-hopped brewed, but I can't pick it out yet. Really? Rice? Nobody's going to... You just gonna let that go? You know what? I thought your joke was really rice. <laughs> There's what I expected. <laughs> anyway, so you hit it rice on the head. We're t- <laughs> <laughs> nice. <clears throat> All right. So, any other comments about D? Rice? Chris, you were talking about sweetness. Yeah, it, it feels a little sweeter than the last three, but <laughs> no one else concurs with that. <laughs> Damn. There's. I mean, I do get something that's a little bit different. I don't know. It's. The interesting thing about like drinking all of these because now I have maybe half a glass of each, and so I've taken like a sip of D, sip of C, sip of B, sip of A, and if you do it in quick succession, man, there's not a lot of difference between them. There is a difference, sure, but they are so minute that it's hard to differentiate the two. Very interested for all of us on E because it's so much darker in color than the last four. I'm I'm looking forward yeah. to that. It's, okay, so E does I'm glad have a, that one's at the end because it's definitely yeah looks different. It looks more like apple juice than like a a, a light. Probably has the same amount of alcohol content as apple <clears throat> juice as well. <laughs> Sorry, I burped. It looks more like apple juice it's than like a light American lager. Apple. 
Number E. All right, number E. Yeah, let's Thank try you, number Travis. E. Number E. Okay, so the color is a little bit darker, slightly, but it's it's enough to notice. But when all the other ones look the same, but it tastes the same. <laughs> I would expect from a slightly darker beer to get a little more sweetness, maybe a little more malt, something. But no, it's identical. Okay, I think I know what that is. And I'm going to have to change my other answers because now everything's going to be swapped up. <clears throat> swapped up? Swapped up. Yeah, because this one is like a, it's, well, I, what I say for this one is the same for all of them. It's like grainy and biscuity. It, to me, this is more full, ball, full body than the rest. I feel like it has more body. I only have one choice left, but I know I'm wrong. <laughs> I mean, should I go back and change or just kind of stick to my guns mm-hmm. here? Just run with it. I, I, I picked change. all my answers before you even took a sip. Go back and change. I know I'm wrong. I'm going back and changing. Really? Don't look at my page. I'm not. Don't cheat. I'm not cheating off of you, Travis, because I know you're probably wrong. You are so confident, and I can guarantee you're probably wrong. And I'm still confident. I'm Because there's no way that you can tell the difference between all of these. They are identical. Okay. So that means I got to figure out. Uh, what do I got? Uh, I got to swap that one. What is this? Just to say, okay, yep, yeah, I know. <clears throat> the wait, I didn't write Keystone at all. Oh crap! I don't wait. No, yes, I did. Is he drunk already? He's a Ryan Gold cowboy. <laughs> like the Ryan Gar- Gold cowboy. Ryan Gold Garbingers. Anyway, <clears throat> I really do think he's drunk already. Well, Sawyer's not here, so somebody's got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been the three IPAs and the half that he had. <laughs> Before we started, or all the strenuous activity from changing that tire. Yeah, he sat in the chair while we changed the tire. It was pretty intense. But sample has the best. We voice. could not. I was I was too tired to do the, anything. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, yes. There we go. That's what it's about, ladies and gentlemen. No, that's what it's about. No, I do think that we have to pay homage to these American light loggers by. Acting as stupid as we possibly can. <laughs> we have to be dude bros. We're already drinking them out of plastic cups. Yeah, they're yeah. So we, we're, we're we, at least we need to pour some out for our homies. No. Oh, that's the malt liquor episode. You did show up with them in a uh, paper sack though, so it was the oh, yeah. thirty-two ounce cans in a paper sack. So <clears throat> anyway, so is everybody confident with their choices? Their decisions? Um, 100%, but I'm sure I'm wrong. <laughs> you're 100% confident, but but sure you're wrong. That must okay. be a, a pretty big internal conflict you have going on. I have my <laughs> answers written down. I'm not confident, but I have my answers written down. I'm not confident either, but I have my answers written down. So we are going to take... We were supposed to write down our answers? <laughs> Podcast fail. <clears throat> All right, hang on. Let's... So let's uh, do this together. Oh, are we going to say what we think right now? I don't know. We still yeah, got more beer no, no. to drink. Nope. Well, let's just let's say what we think. We need to get the answers before we say what we think. We should do a reveal for each answer. I think we should talk about what we think each one is, and we're not changing answers now. But let's talk. Let's Nobody change the answer, and then we'll do the reveal. Okay. I like, I like that better. All right. So, A, I think it was Mick Ultra. Uh, next to my A, I had MU written, which stands for Michelob Ultra, because I felt the same way. This felt watery and dry and just... Oh, but see, I, th- I thought the Keystone would be the watery No, 
I feel like Michelob Ultra was the more watery of ones that I've ever had. So I put uh, I put Michelob as A also. Okay. I have Keystone Light for A. Really? Okay. All right. So there's A. All right. We have a. So put. I'm gonna I'm write this down so we can keep track. I'm we right. all Chris, have, Chris. we all have it on paper, Travis. I want to. Don't need to keep. I track. need to look at it. I need to graph this. <laughs> yeah, he's drunk already. All right, so B, I had Bud Light for B. Chris, what'd you have for B? I have Michelob Ultra for B. Oh Jesus! It's got a little bit more body, but it's still kind of watery. B, I put as Keystone because it was dry with a honey touch for all those honeys out there. <clears throat> all right, so so far we're all different on that one. All right, so wait, Chris, you said I had Bud, Bud Light, and Michelob Ultra. Okay, yeah, Mu. All right, so for C, I said Keystone for C. C. For C, I put Coors Light. Oh snap! Would you put for C? Charles? For C, I put Bud Light. <laughs> it's about to get real. So either one of us is going to be exactly right, or all of us are going to be completely wrong. I think we're all we're all wrong for drinking all of these to start with, so it doesn't matter. <clears throat> for making a podcast, we are creating something beautiful. So, <laughs> all right. So for D, I had Coors. Okay. D, I had Coors. Chris, what do you have for D? For D, I have Miller Lite. Different again. For D, I said Coors as well. So there's some consistency there. That's only twice that's happened. I was saying something. It's like number B. Yeah, it tastes like Coors. (laughs) Number B. And answer choice E. Last one, E. I had Miller. I have Bud Light. And I said, I said Miller as well. So at least, Travis, at least you and I are consistent on, what, three of them? Let's see. Because uh, we had... For A, you and I both said Michelob Ultra. Yep. For B, everyone's different. Right. For C, everyone's different. Yep. For D, you and I said Coors. For E, you and I said uh, Miller Lite. So yes, you and I agreed on three... Nobody agreed with Chris number two on anything. Chris, uh, shirtless Chris. <laughs> I'm extremely confident in my answers, though. This is exciting. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to grab our uh, cheat sheet from the poor. The and, answers. And we will reveal the true beer. Bump, bump. All right, we're back, and we have our answers. It's time for the big reveal. Here's the drum roll. No, we're not not doing that. All right, so I have not looked at these yet. Okay. As Travis said, number A. A, all right, so Chris said Michelob Ultra. Chris said (laughs) Keystone. And Travis said Michelob Ultra. The answer is... Bud Light. Oh, we are all dumb. We're all wrong. So you can obviously say that whichever one you picked for Bud Light is also incorrect. We are all wrong. Dang it. All right, so. Okay. Letter B. 
B. Uh, Chris said Bud Light, which is wrong. Chris yep, said Michelob Ultra. Travis said Keystone. <laughs> I've already looked at the answer, and it's very entertaining. The correct answer is? The correct answer is Coors Light. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were all wrong again. Are any of us going to get any of these correct? Holy crap. We have one shot to get no. them correct now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so letter C. For, for letter C, Chris said Keystone. Yep. Chris said Coors. Travis said Bud Light. The answer is Michelob Ultra. Oh, my. <laughs> so we, we all, are all zero for yeah, three. None of us. We are 0 for three right now. All right. So D. D. Chris said Coors. Yep. Chris said Michelob. Uh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Chris said Miller. There's two M's. Yeah. Miller. And then Travis said Coors Light. The correct answer is Keystone. Oh my god. <laughs> so that means none of us got any of them correct. So E and then E Chris said Miller. Yep. Chris said oh, oh, oh. Bud and Travis said Miller. This one's Miller, so we got this oh one correct. Oh my god. Oh, we got one right. Hello. All right, so we got Miller correct. So Travis and I did. Um, but the rest, <laughs> I would not call that a success though, because we were wrong four times. That we just goes to wrong. prove that I, I I would not say that Travis and I are experts and and you know, but we could not tell the difference between any of these. And Chris works in the industry, and you know. And it's had plenty of experience with all of them. Yeah. As have we all. And we still can't figure out which is which and in I, any of these. And I honestly, very confident. Honestly, very confident. even even though we got the Miller Lite right, honestly, it was a shot in the dark. There's no way to tell the difference between any of these. I'm already hungover. <laughs> Come on, bro. Dude, bro. That just goes to prove that an American Light Lager is an American Light Lager. So the people that are like, oh, this one's better than this one. No, it's it's there. You drink it, and that's that. Done. Yeah. This was an interesting experience and an interesting experiment. So I'm glad we did this. This was fun. I enjoyed myself. Thanks for coming. I'm glad you were here. Thanks for having me. you have anything else you want to add? Your experiences with any of these light loggers? Light loggers keep bars open. That's pretty much all I have to say. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I don't know where or why it happened, but at some point, the American beer drinker just gravitated towards this. I guess it's easy to drink. I mean, Chris, you kind of joked about this earlier, but when we all first started drinking, we took the, we you know, we, we drank one of these like, oh, it tastes like beer. It's gross. Uh, you know, but... You drink enough of them, and it's like, oh, okay. It's you know, it is what it is. It's definitely an acquired taste. All of us mow our own lawn, and these are all the type of beers that we would drink after mowing our own lawn. These yeah. are these are drinkable. They're easy. They're inexpensive. Yeah, they're, they're extremely inexpensive, yeah. and they're accessible at every every point of sale anywhere. Gas you go to a gas station, yeah. any restaurant, any place. Even if you go to a restaurant like some place <clears throat> like Red Robin that doesn't have a huge beer selection, they will have all of these beers in the bar period they're accessible yeah. they're easy they make a high profitability the roi is incredible 
and they but are R- they're, they're easy to catch. What's ROI? The return on investment. There you go. All it's right. extremely high. You can get these from any major distributor. Any major vendor will carry these. Even even the small places that have a hard time securing decent vendors can find someone to bring them this and can find someone to bring them this at the cost they they need. It's very hard to find somebody to bring you St. Arnold's. It's very hard to find someone to bring you Lining Kugel even. It's very hard to find someone to bring you Shiner or Deep LM IPA. Those are very specific beers a lot of people like to drink, but you cannot find them at every distributor everywhere. It's it's not very cost effective. These American Light Lagers are very inexpensive and they have a very high ROI. So I know that if I were to go down to insert beer store name here and buy a keg, a full keg of one of these, it would cost me about $80. So as a restaurant, how much does a keg of that cost you? Well, if you were to go buy a keg, 30 to $40 of that, 30 to $45 of that would be the shell that you're purchasing it in. Right. So the keg cost itself is about 30, 30 to 50 bucks for any of the, the big Miller Coors brands, any of the Benny Keith beers, which is Bud Light, any of the Andrews Distributing, which is Miller Light, Coors Light. It's very, very inexpensive. Um, how much does a keg hold? A true keg? Uh, a commercial keg would be 15 and 15.5, right? Yeah. Okay, so 15.5. Let me do the math on that. <laughs> Generate an ROI off of that. 15.5 of, of a Bud Light. Most of the craft beers that we all enjoy drinking, most of the IPAs, most of the anything that's not a shiner, especially here in Texas, you're going to get in a pony keg, which is a smaller keg, which is a five and a half, six and a half gallon keg, which is a very, it's a smaller keg. It's, it's right. a little bit bigger than the corny kegs that the homebrew guys use like you guys. Yeah. Um, a pony keg is, is how craft breweries and not major distributed beers. That's how they get into the market. When you have Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, and Budweiser on drafts in a Perlick system, that fills an entire cooler. Those those that size of keg fills an entire cooler. So in order for you to bring something else in, like a craft beer, you have to use a smaller keg size, like a pony keg. Add that to the tap. These kegs they don't sell these style this style of beer and pony kegs because it's not consumed that way. Um, at my restaurant, we have six beers on draw. And my, my Bud Light, my Miller Light, my Coors Light are in big boy kegs. And even something as commercially known and renowned as Sam Adams or even Sam Adams Seasonal, those still come in pony kegs for me. And I can't purchase them in larger kegs. It's not cost effective for me. It doesn't work for me. It and it keeps it fresh. It keeps it very fresh, exactly. Cost effectiveness accounts for um, accounts for shelf life, accounts for expiration. These these kegs are they're marketed. They have huge national advertising campaigns. People drink this because it's there, and it's they make a lot of money for a lot of people. Right. Mm-hmm. The fact that they have they don't have to distribute themselves. They have companies that distribute specifically for them, and people have made a living off of just distributing these beers. Yeah, it's, it's outrageous. <laughs> but you know, if there was a beer that was as popular as this, then you'd be in the same situation. But. These beers have been so widely marketed and they've been so widely drank for such a long time that it's become the norm. And it's obviously, you know, a beer that's so easy to drink as one of these should be the norm. But when you think about the craft beer scene or something outside of the American light lager, you know, our last couple episodes have been similar beers. We did the German Pills last week. 
which is a relatively easy to drink beer. We did the cream ale before that. We've done the Kolsch. Yes. All of those are in the same vein per se, but are not as series. popular in this area as the American Light Lager. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that takes the cake. It's it, anywhere you go in this takes country. Takes the keg. It takes the. It takes the. It takes the, the yeast cake. The yeast cake. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holla. <clears throat> Come on, bro. Bro, dude, bro. Well, when you think about <laughs> entry-level beers, and you don't want to talk about it as an entry-level beer because these are beers that, that a lot of people drink throughout their lifetime. But when you think of an entry-level beer, you think of something cost-effective. When we were in college and we were living off of pennies and bartending for a living, we right. go we go to the store after work and we're looking for something that we can get to the to the party with a, with a large number of a large number of bottles or a large number of cans. Buy a six pack of Bud Light for like seven bucks. Buy a six pack of Bud Light for like seven bucks, or you can get a thirty pack of Keystone for like fourteen bucks. There you go. What would a thirty pack <laughs> of Shiner cost us? You guys know me; Shiner's oh, my go to. Oh, a yeah. thirty pack of Shiner would be I don't, I don't know think forty. They even make a thirty and, pack, of and they don't. They it would don't. be forty eight. You buy it forty eight to fifty two dollars. Twelve pack of bottles of Shiner for mm. what twenty bucks, something mm. like that. Uh, yeah, eighteen, nineteen bucks. And you're not. Here's the deal: you take you take a twelve pack of Shiner to a party. You're you're the only one drinking it when you're at, you know twenty one, twenty two. If, if you go to a dude bro party, yeah. If you go to a party, you bring a a, a eighteen pack of Coors Light. All of your friends can enjoy that because they can all drink it. Yeah. Well, would you believe that I have actually attempted to brew a beer myself on this style? <laughs> yes. That wasn't the answer I was expecting. So yes, I, I believe. Well, it or not, only because I've had it. Believe it or not, I have tried to brew this style. It didn't turn out too well because uh, I don't have lager capabilities. But I tried to do it in my fridge. Uh, but I had some issues with diacetyl, which I mean we all run into that from time to time. It's 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 a buttery world. So what do you do? Lagers especially are a little more difficult but, to brew. You know, since this is kind of a this is our our homebrew segment, which we, we have done for the rest of the episodes. I thought I'd, I'd share my recipe for what I called Bud Wright. And I thought it was super <clears> clever. <throat> I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to make a, I'm gonna make a Bud Light clone, but instead of corn, I'm going to use rice. So it'll be Bud Wright. But then I found out that Bud Light is actually brewed with rice, and so then I just look stupid. Anyways, um, this was my recipe. It was okay for a while, but... It had some issues. I think if the process had been a little more refined, it would have turned out different. Yeah. If you've got lagering capabilities, you know, it makes a huge difference in the end product. Yeah, that was that was the big issue with mine is just just making sure that I had the right fermentation temperatures and the right lagering temperatures and then the uh, which we've talked about in the past, the diacetyl rest is, is so important. And I think uh, after after every brew we do we realize that that's so so it's crucial so uh with this one i did uh the majority was actually flaked rice so three three and a half pounds of flaked rice and then i did a mixture of uh two row and six row both 2.5 pounds each and then a pound of rice holes because it would just be sticky as crap without it and then uh did you grasp at those i tried to i tried to but I, i missed from time to time the uh, the hops I used are all Hirschbrucker because they're very easy and uh, they don't stand out, but they provide the bitterness that you need. Was it triple hopped brewed? No, I I could not quite meet the uh, meet the level of of the guys that are just they're killing it. You know, they're killing it. 
So what I did is I used a half an ounce of Hirschbrucker at 60 minutes for the bittering and then a full ounce at five minutes just as a kind of a, a happy hop. <laughs> wow. And then nice Pilsen lager, and that's that. So it's it's uh, it's something that I would like to try again. Once you get the, the process would, and the ability to logger. my process, yes. Yeah. But um, you know, it, it's a nice homebrew recipe, and try it for yourself. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to try to do something like this, but in order to logger efficiently, you know, when you have 100-degree days outside, it doesn't really work as well. So I don't know this is something I want to drink during the winter. It's definitely a summer-type beer, crisp light clean you know so we'll see what happens maybe next summer i'll give it a shot absolutely so well chris we want to thank you for joining us this evening yeah absolutely thanks for having me gentlemen yeah it's been fun i hope you come back and uh join us i'd be happy to yeah there was if we're not drinking these (laughs) well (laughs) what's your favorite style chris anything but these I'm really into I, I'm really into IPAs right now. It's something you guys have introduced me to, and I'm, I really do enjoy those. Oh, you should check out our IPA episode. Yeah, we, well, we did that one already. What number is that? So eight, number, three eight. episodes yeah. ago. Snap. Seven. That's seven. seven or eight. Yeah. I don't remember. Letter eight. Wow. Wow, I can't remember. All right, so join us three episodes ago when Chris joins us for the IPA episode. Thank you for joining us for our tenth episode celebration of Brew Styles where our topic of discussion was the American Light Lager. Look for our next episode coming soon, where we test our wit against the Belgian wit beer. Cheers until then.